What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast, and this is a special 4th of July edition. So, what we have to do today is wrap up the Mets series, going to recap that, and also get into a lot of Yankee news. So, stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are back, and I forgot to mention that it's also going to be a special 4th of July edition of the Mario 5. That is right. Yes, I'm sure Mario has cooked up some interesting words for us this week. Maybe even a 4th of July theme? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So let's get into Mets series. Game 1, Yankees take the loss. Game 2, they win. So split that series, and they split the season series because they split the last two-game set that they played. So a lot of things you could look at with this game. It was a, game one was pretty frustrating. Yankees had a lot of opportunities, did not score when they needed to, obviously, in that game. And one play in particular I was really annoyed at was Aaron Hicks. Hits a ball, and he hit it well to center field and goes into his home run trot as he's getting out of the box. Got to hustle. Got to hustle. That wasn't like it was a no-doubter. I'll give it to him. It looked good. It did look good, but you got to know you're playing in Shea, and Shea's pretty far to center, right center. I think that I'm pretty sure that field plays pretty deep. But you got to be hustling out of the box. I do not want to hear it. Don't go into your home run trot. If he hustles, he gets a triple on that, definitely. Instead, he ends up with a double. And then could have been, I think it was DD was up next, and he hits a deep fly ball to center field. If Hicks is on third, he scores there. So not that that run was the difference in the game, Mets win by two, but it could make things different. You never know what the outcome is going to be. I, I just didn't like that. And then the other part of that, and I'm not sure, it's probably not Hicks's fault. They probably had him playing uh, toward, shaded more towards right. And Adovino's pitching, and I don't know who on the Mets hit that ball, but Aaron Hicks goes to run, dives, misses the ball, and... Mets go on to go up, and that was bottom of the eighth, and Yankees didn't come back. I kind of had a feeling that they were going to come back, especially when Didi got on. Was it Didi or Glaber? I can't remember. Somebody got on, and I'm like, oh, there's there's the the bloop, and it was a little bloop hit. Um, And it was like a quick play at first and dropped. Yeah, it was Didi because also in that inning, he tries to steal second, and I don't know if the Yankees thought they were – Mets were going to have just defensive indifference and not throw down to second, but he was actually out. You look at that replay. I am shocked that they did not reverse that call on the field. But anyway, Yankees lose that one. You could say a little bit of jet lag coming back from London. Who knows what's going on with that? You never know. Although Boston had a really good game their first game back, so <laughs> they were not jet lag. Anyway... They lose that one. Come back, game two, Domingo Herman off the IL, and 
he notches the win. Looked really good. Only had that gave up that one home run. Gio Urshela, some amazing plays over at third base. And the game before, Yankees uh, Mets snapped the Yankees' home run streak, and that ended at 31. But they started a new one. <laughs> a couple of home runs in that game, including Gio Urshela. So, good to see. Good to see them bounce back after that. Two-game loss to the, mess, to the Mets would have been a mess, yes. <laughs> that would have been a mess, but instead they split, which is good. Now Tampa Bay's coming into town. No, they're in the trop. Yankees are actually at the trop. They're going into Tampa. Four-game set, and this could really knock Tampa completely out of the playoff picture because they are six and a half out now. If the Yankees sweep, which is a really good possibility, do the math, 10 and a half, <laughs> they will be 10 and a half out. And that's pretty staggering. And I don't know about this Rays team, if they've got a lot of fight in them or they're just going to be down and out and that's it for them. Right now, Boston is 11 back. So a sweep, and who knows what Boston does, you know, could push them. Who knows? They, they could get swept or at least two games, let's say, and they're at 13. So it is a really interesting weekend, and it is heading into the All-Star break. So Yankees could potentially be 10.5 on the Rays, and maybe if we guess 13, maybe even more, it could be 15 games over the Red Sox, and that would just be incredible heading into the break. Speaking of the All-Star break, shocking that Glaber Torres was not selected, even after the injury to the Angels' Listella. Really, really shocking. Even Aaron Boone called it a joke that he was not in, and that was definitely disheartening. And, you know, Alex Cora, being the manager, he... Might have just given the uh, the Yankees the uh, the the whatever you want to call it the the kibosh on that. Didn't like that. Did not like that. I really think Labor should have been there for his second straight All Star game, two in a row, two for two, but not to be. So let's move on from that. Other Yankee news. John Sterling is missing this series. He is taking a break for some health issues. They haven't really said it's it's been very um, very esoteric what they've been, the uh, info that they've been giving given out. And I thought actually before going into this series, I thought way back a couple of months ago they were. Uh, talking about him missing a game because of I thought it was like his daughter's college graduation maybe, but I am incorrect on this case. And he's got a crazy streak. I don't know how many games it is. It's, I think it's dating back to 1989 where he has not missed the game. So really, really incredible. Hats off to him. I believe Ryan Rucco is doing the play-by-play this weekend for him with Susan Wallman. But other Yankee announcer, Michael Kay, has to get vocal cord surgery, and he's going to be out for a month. He's going to be on the IL for a month. So hopefully that is going to work because that is his just 
that is that is his career right there, his voice. So hopefully he gets that sorted and figured out and comes back. He had a post on Twitter saying that he is just really, really upset by that, that he's got to miss a month. And I guess, obviously, it couldn't wait till the off season. But it's got to be scary. Got to be scary going into that, whether you like Michael Kay or not. Got to wish both of them good health. All right. So one more bit of news before we get into the special 4th of July Mario 5 is Logan Morrison had a July 1st uh, dropout of his contract, whatever you want to call that. And he did. He, he, the Yankees called up on the first Mike Ford. Uh, unfortunately, Luke Voigt went on the 10-day IL, and he's supposed to be back uh, and fine after the All-Star break. So I think it was just a little precautionary thing, although really do not like the fact that he's going on the IL. He's a really critical component to this team because Edwin Encarnacion hasn't really done anything since he's come to the Yankees. He's had a couple of, couple of nice plays, uh, maybe one or two home runs. I'm not even sure, but... He's no Luke Voigt, I got to say, at this point in his career. So maybe he'll turn it on uh, this weekend, and maybe we'll see Mike Ford at first base. But probably was the decision maker for Logan Morrison. And if you can remember, he had a couple of choice words for Yankee fans, uh, insulting type stuff. So I really, uh, you know, and I know these guys probably say it in the heat of the moment and they're angry about a series or whatever, but didn't like him because of that. <laughs> so I'm actually kind of glad he's gone, although it would have been interesting. Who knows? The guy used to be a really solid player. Would have been interesting if he did come up and, and what, the, what the, uh, the fans at the stadium would do to him. All right, so let's quite take a quick break. And come back with the Mario 5. Stay tuned. And we are back. And let's get into it. The Mario 5. Mario picks out five words. I have to relate them back to the Yankees. Somehow, it can be crazy. That's the name of the show. So let's get into it. Mario, the first word of the... Mario 5, please. Fireworks. Oh, fireworks. All right. It is a July 4th themed one. Well, first thing I think about is the fireworks that went off in the London series. That was pretty cool. They set those off for for game one on Saturday, which was a night game. Obviously, they couldn't do it the next day for (laughs) during the day. But... That was really cool. I like that. And, you know, if you missed our show about the London series, go back and listen to it. All right. Uh, that was, what, two, two shows ago? Went into all the details on that one, on that show. But, you know, other things, fireworks, um, you know, fireworks are going to happen. Second half is coming up. Lots of fireworks. Who knows what's going to happen in this American League Division, you know, if the Yankees run away with it, they will just have to then compete against the, at this point, the Twins and the Astros for the uh, home field advantage through the playoffs. And 
you know there's always fireworks happening with the wild card. I love the wild card. I think it was a great addition by Major League Baseball. It really, really makes things exciting. And obviously the Yankees were able to get into the playoffs because of it for several years now. So that is going to be interesting. That is some fireworks to me. So let's see. Next one. Fun. Next word is fun. Fun. Well, you know what's always fun is when you go to the stadium and you watch the Yankees play live. It really, no matter where you are sitting, it's always fun. It's always a fun time at the ballpark, especially Yankee Stadium, right? I think so. And, you know, this game, it is all about fun. And people take it very seriously, especially some of the people on Yankees Twitter. If you, if you ever go on there and you follow some Yankees people, there's some people who take it really, really seriously. I like to, I like to have fun on there. I like to um, not take uh, Yankees too seriously. Although I do. Once playoff time comes, I get pretty serious about it. I, I can get upset if the Yankees lose. I've definitely calmed down more than I uh, used to be like. But it gets intense. It gets intense. And I think I used to be, uh, yeah, I used to be definitely a lot more volatile back in the, my younger days when the Yankees would lose. So <laughs> I have, I guess I have grown up and I am seeing the fun in just baseball and the Yankees. So there you go. That was, um, you know, and no one looks like he's having a lot of fun is Glaber Torres. That dude, he looks like he's always having fun. So, and Didi too. Didi Gregorius looks like he's always having fun. Those are probably the two most fun Yankees on the team, right? Wouldn't you agree? Luke Voigt too. He, he's having a lot of fun. Um, Aaron Judge, I think, has fun too. I really like the way he interacts with the crowd. And you always see some video clips of him like talking with kids or signing autographs. He's a good dude. He's, he's definitely... Uh, having fun playing this game. All right, Mario, the next word, please. Oh, freedom. Freedom. This is, this is a third word with an F in it. Is that the theme? Is, not only is it the 4th of July theme, is it an F theme? We'll have to wait for the next word, but freedom. Freedom. Hmm. Well, freedom... Uh, obviously reminds me of 4th of July, but also reminds me of the movie Braveheart when he yells out freedom at the end. That is one of the best moments in film. Wouldn't you agree? And I'm trying to think if I've seen Mel Gibson at a Yankee game. Have I, have, I wonder if he's ever been on screen at a Yankee game. He probably has been, right? I'm sure he's, he's Australian. He, you know, they have baseball down there. He might be a Yankee fan. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to figure this one out. But let's see. What else? Freedom. 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 Well, let's see. We went Braveheart to Mel Gibson. And um, no. Oh, you know who? Know who is? Maybe you don't know this guy. But there was a guy, you know, speaking of actors, we'll, we'll draw the comparison there. Um, Big Nick Turturro on Twitter is his name, and it's the actor, Nick Turturro, and I've seen this guy on Twitter, and I was like, you know, he's a big Yankee fan, he's posting, he posts some pretty funny videos and and other things, and um, I was uh, writing to him the other night about the Hicks thing, because he posted a video how he was really annoyed 
about Hicks not hustling. And I was, I, you know, wrote to him saying that I concur with him on that one and that it better not cost them anything. So he is an actor who, and he's been in a bunch of different things, but I started looking up because I'm like, I know, I know this guy from somewhere. And he was on NYPD Blue, old show back in the day. And he was really good character. He was a really good actor. And I think he was the dude, I, I think his character um, moved his way up to become a detective and really, really good actor. And that's, that's a while ago. He looks, a, he looks a lot different now. Um, but, you know, that's what, 25 years ago, something like that. So Nick Turturro, go follow him on Twitter. Some, some really good stuff. He gets into it. He is a fan. He, you can tell he is not just some, like, dude who is jumping on the Yankees bandwagon. He is a true, true fan. All right. Mario, the fourth word of the Mario 5. Let's see if it's an F. Fancy. It is an F. Look at that. Fancy. Oh, fancy. Well, you know, Yankees got all fancy going to England, right? London, English. The English are are very uh, proper. You know, my wife Susanna is English. Her family's English. They can be fancy with the, you know, eating properly, using a knife and fork the right way. She taught me that. That's pretty fancy to me. I used to eat like just American, however, but she taught me how to be fancy and, uh, and eat. So eat properly with a knife and fork. Um, so, and Yankees were just in England. I don't know. I'm drawing a lot of stuff with England and, you know, we did declare our independence from England. So, uh, and that's what the 4th of July is all about. So, let's see. Well, Fancy, uh, she did watch the game with me the other day, if we go, if we go that way. Well, English. We just did. We went English, and I, that was a side note. So, yeah, and Yankees were just in England. You've, if you saw all their uh, pictures on Instagram, they went and saw all this different stuff, and Tower London, uh, Tower Bridge, the... Um, What's that one that looks like the carousel? The, the London Eye. That's really cool. If you ever go to London, go on that. It gives you really, really cool views of London. And um, yeah, Yankees all went out and about and saw all that stuff. That was cool to see. They definitely got fancy too. They were dressed up in a few, <laughs> in a few pictures. Those guys were, they were definitely looking fancy. All right, let's get to it. The final word of... The Mario 5. It better be an F, Mario. I got to tell you that. Let's see. Fans. Fans. Well, who are the best fans in the world? Yankee fans. Of course, right? Come on. (laughs) Yankees have the best fans. I know some people think Yankee fans are obnoxious or I don't know. They, they, they just don't like Yankee fans because, you know, and some of them are. I'll, I'll give it to you. Some of them are obnoxious fans. But I got to say, for, on the whole scale, from, what I, from my research, <laughs> Yankee fans are very knowledgeable. They have a, know a great history of the game. And, and they're intense. And they are in it. And I am glad, speaking of fans, and you know, Derek Jeter, if Derek Jeter says you're the greatest fans in the world, then of course you've got to be, right? Everything Derek Jeter said as a player was correct. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make here that I, I want to go to is that I'm really glad that 
Yankee Stadium now in the playoffs is really fired up. And there were some years where, you know, you go to the games in the playoffs and it's like, uh, you know, not uh, the most amazing energy. And now I think it's come back. I think it has come back. And definitely, you know what I love during the playoffs when they play the white stripes? They play a doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and, the, and everybody starts yelling that. Oh, at critical points of the game. That's like one of the best things that they've done at Yankee Stadium. I love it. I love it. And the fans get into it. So there we go. Mario, great work with the theme of the Fs and the 4th of July. So hats off to you. And that's it. That is going to wrap it up. So Tampa series starts. Actually, as we're recording this, it's going to start in about a half hour. So this is a perfect time for you guys to listen. Hopefully you're listening to this as soon as it gets posted. And then you can watch the game or listen to it during the game too. We will be back with you next week to wrap up the Tampa series. And then Yankees go into the All-Star break. And uh, we'll have some thoughts on the All-Star break as well. All right, that is it, guys. Enjoy. Stay safe on the 4th of July. Don't blow any fingers up with fireworks like I almost did when I was about, I don't even know, 10 years old. All right, don't do that. Luckily, I didn't. That's it, guys. Stay tuned, and let's go, Yankees. Hey, guys, quick message about David Cohn's book, Full Count. Not only did I make him a promise to talk about it every episode because he followed us on Twitter, but you need to go buy it because it's a great book. It really, really is. Just go out and buy it. Fantastic read if you are a baseball fan or you want to get into baseball or learn a little bit more about the game, especially pitching. It's really phenomenal. He goes into some really great in-depth details and stuff that I've never even thought about watching a baseball game. So go out and buy it. So easy to buy books these days. All right, David Cohn, full count.